I'll try not to breathe during any of this. Yeah, breathing's usually a bad thing. So, right. oh shit, hold on. Do you wow. Love your beer. No, I don't believe in beer. There we go. Okay, so uh, welcome to episode two of I Hate Music. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Today I'm here with my good friend Casey. Hello. I don't know his last name though. What's your last name? Uh, you could just call me CP. That's what I prefer. Yeah, <laughs> CP. Casey CP with a hyphen in the middle there somewhere. Yep. Yeah. My parents cursed me. Yeah, I like that. So uh, yeah, Casey thought that uh, it might be a good idea to come over when I invited him. I had no choice really. Yeah. So uh, Casey did the artwork for the little whatever you call it, the cover. For podcast? this podcast, yeah. Can you have a cover without a physical object? Yeah, because we do for the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's true. So it's uh, the I Hate Music podcast, and you drew a little weird tentacle vinyl. Yes, definitely. Something or other, which is pretty cool. Yeah, busted um, it out in only a couple days. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And uh, you've done artwork for Self Spiller. Yes, I have. And for Sloth. Uh, did I? Yeah, it's hanging right there. The oh, ELS, yeah. the Don't Melt Butter Horse thing. The butter Horse. Yeah. How could I forget old Butter yeah. Horse? Oh, actually, it's it's in my in my little bedroom here, and it's hanging right below the Self Spiller cover artwork that you did. Are you, You're not going to put those on eBay? Um, you know, wait for them to appreciate <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah, totally. And maybe I mean, after I'm dead, they'll they'll grow up in value. So next week. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, anyway. Tonight we're going to go see Dead Cross and Secret yes. Chiefs 3, the Wonder Ballroom, which will be awesome. It's a weird lineup if you think about the genres of those two acts. Well, and yeah. I mean, the lineup-wise, it makes sense, but... But also, it's really crazy. Right. Patton and Trey mm-hmm. sharing a stage for the first time and I don't even know how long. Do they even know? Probably not. I mean, there's, who knows like how much bad blood there actually is, but reportedly, it was pretty bad. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, but he did play, Trey played guitar for Faith No More. They played King for a Day in its entirety in like Argentina or something like three years ago. Wow. Just like a one shot? Yeah, like a one, wow. a one time deal. And he filled it on guitar. So So they don't completely hate each other. Apparently not. Okay. But what a cool lineup. Yeah. And the definitely. Dead Cross album's great. Yeah. I, I and watched you blew some... us away the other night. So. Yeah. And I've uh, watched a couple live videos. Oh, really? And it's been awesome. They're just like super high energy. Nice. And uh, Jello got on stage and they did Nazi Punk's Fuck Off. Nice. But they changed it to Nazi Trump's Fuck Off. Oh. And they have shirts twist. now, like the old Nazi Punk's Fuck yeah, Off yeah. shirts, but it says Nazi Trump's on it. Yeah, Jello is on fire, and Patton's been bringing up these kids on stage a lot too, and like what? singing with these kids. Not like kids of Whitney High. No, but that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one to play on yeah. the podcast. I actually have no songs planned whatsoever. What? So I'm just, yeah, You're gonna freeform? I'm just freeforming. Right, so it. Yeah. I gotta say, this was kind of nerve wracking because, you know, putting my own collection out there or whatever. But mm-hmm. 
I also share a bunch of stuff with you anyway, so like, mm -hmm. we're always kind of trading back and forth right? with, you know, stuff we discover. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what hasn't Jason yeah. heard yet? So. Yeah. But, of, I mean, of course, that's not the overall oh, of point. Course. Of course. But it is nice to bring something completely new to the table. Right. Well, I don't know if I've done that. But, so I kind of had like a pseudo theme when I picked my stuff. Okay. Does that sound right? Yeah. Um, kind of autobiographical. Really? Yeah. See, that's interesting because I've thought about that a couple times. Yeah. I've been like, that'd be really cool like to have a theme of some sort, but... Right. It's, it's the loosest of themes possible. Right. So anyway. I think this is a good time to interject for a second and explain the idea for the podcast came about because Casey and I and some other friends, we have this record night right. where about once a month we get together. It's kind of the same purpose or same idea. We each bring records, but it has to be vinyl, which is not right. the case for the podcast. But we each play about 10 minutes of a record, and we all guess what it is, and we discuss what it is, and it's, again, the purpose is to expose people to new music. So this podcast was born out of that. We were the beta of Jason's podcast, Yes. I believe it was John Chick's idea to have the record night. No, I disagree. Really? I think John and I kind of came up with it simultaneously. Really? Yeah. So I believe that that's debatable. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm not sure. I kind of like came into it late. It was like, yeah, but basically the idea was to play a record with no preconceptions. Right. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You can't see the cover. Right. And it well, turned into a guessing game, but I think the original idea was to just, you know, listen for listening's sake yeah and the guessing game part of it is fun yeah totally i'm not good at that part at all really the only reason you I and nick go <laughs> off and, and yeah totally nail down oh it's 69 oh this this and then you, right you triangulate on it right the, actually the only reason i thought to do that was because i had a lot of preconceived notions about what john would bring to the table right I was thinking John was going to bring, like, fish every day. <laughs> right. Which of, which, of course, I'm was right. completely off base. Yes. But I knew that if somebody pulled out a fish record, I'd immediately be like, oh, I know what that is. I know what that sounds like. Right. So. Would you? Would you? I don't know. I mean, I vaguely. I mean, probably not, but maybe vaguely. Right. I don't know. I Within don't know. the first few bars, you're like, oh, yeah, fish. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've heard fish before, sort of. Yeah, me sort of, too. Do they have records, or do they just I, play they live? Must have they, they must. They probably have like three hundred records. Yeah, they probably do, and most of them are right. live right. jams for like two hours. Exactly. Which is cool. Hey, uh, I got to complain really. about the AC you got going on in this. I know. Though. I know. It's not the best. No, I mean there's actually no AC in here. Right. But even if I had AC, I probably couldn't use it when we we're recording. Too noisy. Mm-hmm. Pick that up. I don't know. Marin says that he can't use his while he records. So wait, so. he had like Obama sitting next to him and they were both sweating. I believe garage. Obama was more in the winter, but still LA. Yeah, they might have been they <laughs> might have been sweating. The tapes. Oh yeah, that was actually that was February twenty second. Oh, well there you go. Yeah. Then At about three PM. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh so play something. Okay. I will. Um I don't have a theme for my stuff That's okay. this time, but almost like a the stuff I'm going to play, some of it anyway, is going to be apropos. Oh, like a little preview of tonight? That kind of gave it away, but yeah. 
Don't worry, I won't guess. That's kind of the point, though. That's a very iconic drum. Mm -hmm. I bought the CD when it came out. I think I listened to it twice. It's got an all-star lineup. This is definitely one of those things I don't expect you to be like, oh god, that's... Right, how, how could you... Yeah. No, I love it already. Came in a really nice digipack CD. Got silver foil all over it. I wish I still had it, but... Give me an era. Oh, uh... I believe this came out right when I first moved to Portland, so it would have been like 97, 98. And it is related to two of the people that we will see tonight. Does it formulate into something? It formulates into that. Wait, this is my favorite part right here. That. Yeah. Wow. I mean, some people might hear this and think, like, this is ridiculous. This is total bullshit. But I actually like stuff like this. No, I do too. Oh, 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 wait. Here's the coda. Right there. I think that was an actual instrument. Might have been. Another thing I love about stuff like this is if you look up the lineup, like who played on this, these are all like world-class musicians. <laughs> I thought you were going to say liner notes, like looking at the lyrics. Yeah, you know, yeah, the lyrics to this song are amazing too. Nice panning. Mm-hmm. Is this like a three hour long song? I can't recall actually. Oh, I heard a drum. No, that was me hitting the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The album is 43 Jason minutes long. Percussion. Yeah, oh, I wish. Oh, it has the year right in front of me here 1998. So I was oh, pretty much right on. I don't believe this project ever played live. It's unfortunate. I could totally see all the groupies to this. Mm -hmm. The girls pulling out their hair and crying. Yeah, exactly. Mascara, mascara running. <laughs> it's hard to say. Mascara running. That should be our warm-up. <laughs> yeah, all the scarabs running. <laughs> Is 
pretty cool. Yeah, layers. Yeah. So I'm gonna actually cut this one short because no, no. Okay. <laughs> You're like, oh god, no. All right. It, name one of the members. I'll just read the lineup. How's oh, that? There you go. Music by John Zorn. Oh wow. Chris Cochran. Not really sure who that is. Totally changed. Trace Bruance. Okay. Mike Patton. Wow. And William Winant. It's called Weird Little Boy. That's it? Yep. Weird they, Little Boy. Yep. They did this one album in, in 98, and I believe it was on Zorn's label, Zodic. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. I like Is it. Is there no vocals? Just this. I actually don't remember. I probably haven't listened to this since 1999. Right. <laughs> <laughs> A year after you purchased it. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that I definitely appreciate and I really like. And yeah. I, I, when I listen to it, I'm like, this is cool. But it's not something I'm going to listen to like every morning right. while I'm eating my yogurt. Just getting you, you know? stoked for the day. Yes. Relativity. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, though. I dig it. Yeah. Here, before I turn it off, I'm just yeah. going to I'm gonna fast forward a ton and just see what happens. All right. Just gets into break beats and oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Wow, that sounds really awful. Really? I mean, just like that guitar tone is like. Oh, it's, yeah, it's like playing in a dryer, or with dryer sheets around the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I like it though. Yeah. This is cool. Fuzzy. I mean, kind of. This is definitely something they didn't spend a lot of time on. <laughs> oh, there we go. There's yeah. vocals. This, this gives everybody hope though. All those kids in there. Parents' right. garages with all whatever. those weird little boys. Yeah, like, <laughs> those weird little boys. Exactly. Okay. I'm gonna turn that off. That's oh, that's well, cool. That was, it was it was good to revisit that. Yeah, I like that. It's uh yeah. Weird Rush out boy. and buy it. It's on Spotify, iTunes, Google, Microsoft Word, Photoshop, wherever you buy music. Yeah. All right, Casey, are you going to play me some Pink Floyd? Yeah, that's the running joke, isn't it, in our group? It is. I actually don't have any on my list. Surprise, surprise. All right, so this is maybe maybe polar opposite to what you just played. Okay, so your picks are autobiographical in the in the way that they relate to you or it's stuff that you've are is important to you no or? nothing the, none of this is important to me i hate all okay that, actually <laughs> well, that's great <laughs> um just yeah i couldn't 
really think of a thoroughput line of why I pick stuff, but okay, that's it great. to me in some way. All right, here we go. I named the playlist. I hate music. Is that a little loud? That's a little loud. You named it what? I hate music. Nice. One. But I should have named it I Hate Music 2. That's true, because this is episode 2. So... This sounds like soundtrack material. Wow. Like, the rest of their catalog doesn't sound like this track, but I just really like this track. I thought it was a good starting piece. Whereas the one you played, Substance, but no groove. This has groove, but no substance. <laughs> so this is... This is a soundtrack? No. No. This is a... This is a electronic duo as uh, Wikipedia calls them. I just Google them. Is that shooting? So how is this song about your life? <laughs> <laughs> it's not about my life at all. But maybe in tangentially. So, um, this is something my wife Jessica turned me on to. And the, probably the coolest thing about, you know, being in a long-term relationship or being married is you get to share record collections. Right. So, I had, this was not on my radar at all, but somehow it was on hers. And she played the song, and I'm like, oh my god. I don't know. I the, have the rest like, of this album has doesn't connect to this at all, but I really like this. I have like no idea what this is. It's okay. Should I tell you or should we wait? No. Is it So it must not be new. Uh it's fairly new. Let me see what year this one is. I didn't study beforehand. 2007, so... This isn't that crazy recent. Snoop Dogg record, is it? No. They're French. It says a lot right there. Does Nick know about this band? I doubt it. It seems like Nick might like this. Wow, this is cool. I like this. And it's just gonna flip genres completely. <laughs> Alright, so they're called Justice. Justice. And, and this album is called Cross. Never heard of this. Here's their Wikipedia page if you want to check it out. Huh. Uh, from Paris? Yeah, I mean, the rest of it is kind of, you know, shake your booty on the dance floor type stuff, but um, kind of falsetto female vocals over top. But oh, really? This, this song, it's, like you said, it's very soundtrack-like. Yeah. Like, 
That first track was really cool. I'm reserving judgment on this part, but that that first thing was awesome. Oh, that was probably the Google Music app. Oh. What's my time on it? Uh, limit is 10 minutes. But that's rough, I think. So Jessa has this record? No, this is digital. I don't know. She uh, but played the track and like bought it off iTunes or something. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if they're huge in France. Like right. everybody knows who they are. I can see that. Quite possible. Or Iceland. Or Ibiza. Ibiza? Wow. Isn't that where all the electronic music comes from? I think so, yeah. Yeah, this is cool. This isn't Pink Mind Floyd. Floyd. <laughs> it's not Pink Floyd. <laughs> no. It's a, good, it's a good point. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I consider it mind-blowing, but it is really cool. And the, this track is just more of the same. You can pause out the The weird electronic bass is pretty cool. Yeah. And this goes on for three hours. Three hours, wow. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Just trance out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then you go to like the misty cool down tent to cool down, and then you go back out and do right. some more. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't Lots have any of... ska in my lineup tonight. I know that's a big disappointment. Well,. Yeah. Out of our two episodes, we've had a lot of ska so far. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. We talked about ska a lot, but I think AJ only played yeah. one ska band. Yeah. I can't really remember. I also got lots of complaints that I need to do a recap at the end of the show saying like what the artists and the bands no, were. They could email you and you'll type up a list. <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> Every single time for each person that yeah. writes in. And by a lot, I mean like, three people said it'd be nice to have like a recap at the end is that our, our My, listenership is three that's your demographic no i actually had a few more than that for the first episode but uh it, the the ratings are gonna dip because yeah because i don't like have a, a celebrity recap. name or a, yeah celebrity but you know you, you did the cover art for the <laughs> right. podcast oh yeah you know my my fans will show up in droves yes yeah they'll have to wait for i don't know couple weeks from now when i interview euronymous all right i uh was getting sick of that so that's show. cool though that's all right i'm gonna play a song do you think that's a good idea yeah i guess yeah let's do that you play right. a song all right let's do it i mean i'm gonna play a song not like play the song i'm just going to push play Right. I didn't song. think you were going to get out your mandolin or whatever. I have a, uh, what's that called? A juice harp. 
It's called a Jew's harp. I know. We went over this. Yeah. I, I usually, whoa, whoa. That was loud. Uh, sorry. Uh, I, I usually keep my Jew's harp in the oven. Oh. <laughs> okay, here we go. Song. This song is definitely about my life. Weird little boy? No. This is one of my favorite bands ever. Really? Yes, hands down. Do I know this band? You do. You may not have heard this song or this album, but you know this band. This isn't a genre that you usually are in, but they've mastered it with no problem. That's 100% correct. Here's where it gets awesome. <laughs> I think he swallowed the mic. That's what you should have named it. Oh my god, you're right. Rock and roll is a thing that needs to die. Mm-hmm. I hate music. It's pretty good, too, though. The fossil fuel reference. Yeah. This is a little bit more similar to what they usually do. Really? A little bit. I mean... Saying what this band usually does is kind of a stretch. Right. There's no usual about this band. This I think that. I think it's safe to say that the last few records they've definitely found their voice, and like what. This is from their first record. That's the whole song. That was beautiful. So I'm not going to play any more because that's the entire piece. Uh, that wasn't 10 minutes. No, but that's okay. Any wild guesses or anything? Thoughts, impressions? 
Is that song now about your life as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Rock and roll is about, or no, rock and roll is a thing that should die. Needs to die. Needs to die. Yeah. It's even more imperative. Even more, yes. Uh, this band has some of the most amazing musicians you'll ever see. They have one of the coolest logos logos you'll ever see. Are we going to see this band tonight? Yes, we are. Wow. Yeah. Apropos, Apropos. motherfucker. Hell yeah. That's the sub subtitle of this episode. Right. Apropos, <laughs> motherfucker. I hate music with CCP. Apropos, motherfucker. <laughs> that was Secret Chiefs? Wow. Yeah. That was their first record. Well, that wasn't their first record. That was a song off their first okay. record. Um, and it's actually called Killing of Kings. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that record is mostly like weird little boy type stuff. Okay. And then it just has that. Wow. Yeah. It's like a little oasis. Just a little. Hey, yeah. Let's just do this because we can. Yeah. And because it's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, the thing that I really like about it is the little weird distorted vocals that they do is it. Yeah. To die. It's really cool. To die. Yeah. And it reminds me, I'm going to tell a little story. Like Perhaps it. you've heard this story. It reminds me of the first time, actually the only time I've actually talked to Mike Patton. It's just in Powell's. Yes, it's in Powell's. You can tell the story. Uh, I feel like Aesop, because I'm going to tell a story that everybody's heard a million times. But <laughs> anybody listening to this has probably not heard this story. It's true. I have heard a lot of Jason Mullen stories. Yeah. Well, we've hung out quite a bit. Uh, the very first Fantomas show was in Portland, Oregon, and Don Anderson and our friend Mike Smith and myself, we went to the show, and we went to Powell's Books beforehand, and we're just wandering around, and we're really excited for the show. This is before anybody had ever heard Fantomas. The record wasn't out, just no idea what it was going to sound like. You guys are way on the cutting edge. We, no, I was way on the cutting edge. <laughs> And I told Don and, and Smith, I was like, you have, like, we're going to this right. show. We have to. Drive them along. I don't have a car. You have to drive me. <laughs> oh, I get it. From Camas, Washington. Name. Yeah. yeah so we went to the show, had some time to kill, went to Powell's. And, like, all the way from across Powell's, Don saw Patton, like, checking out with some books. And he's like, you got to go say hi to him. What's the hairstyle of this era? Like, uh, not quite shaved on the sides, long on top. No, no, this was past then. This was this was <laughs> shortly after they broke up. Okay. So this oh, is wow. shortly after album of the year. Got it. I can picture it. What was that? Did you just hear chickens? I totally did. Is that But I heard it in my cans. I didn't hear it outside. Do you have like a chicken sample? Oh, it's my up? it's my chicken plug-in. <laughs> it's this it's this awesome Waves SSL chicken plug-in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How much you, do you pay for that? You can get it from Sweetwater. It's like Sweet. only like five hundred bucks. Oh, nice! You That's you put it on your. It real. Yeah, you put it on your, <laughs> you put it on your master track, and it just adds in chicken noises now and then. <laughs> you least expect that. Yeah, That's I swear awesome. I heard chicken noises. Oh, that totally derailed it my was story. A poltergeist. Anyway, Patton and Pals. <laughs> it was a poultry guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was really bad. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. So Patton. I see Patton from like across the room and I was, my heart swelled and I, I ran over to him and he had this huge bag full of books. Of course. And people that know me know that Patton has been very important in my life for a very long time. And we bonded over Patton. Yeah. I mean, Patton, he's Patton. That's all there is to it. 
even though he shouldn't be skateboarding at 50, he's still patting. Yeah. So we went, I, I went over to him and I just said, hi, Mr. Patton. Like, I'm a big fan. I'm just really excited to see the show. All I wanted to do was shake his hand sure. and just say hi. He was nice enough to like, we talked for like 20 minutes wow. or so. He asked me questions. It wasn't just me being like, oh, right. you're great. Right. You know, Fanboy he's now. like, what are you guys doing? Like, where do you guys live? Like, how'd oh, you hear about cool. the show? He told me about how um, he was really excited to play smaller places because Faith No More was always playing these arenas. Right. And he was really excited to play smaller shows. And how, he was talking about how because of Ipecac, he was funding everything himself, basically. And that was like really refreshing, too. And it was just like a nice change. No deal with it was, record companies, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it was an awesome conversation. And that's just my computer. It does a oh. stupid fan noise. Yeah, that's just yeah. another $500 plug-in. Yeah, it's just a fan, fan plug-in. Noise. It's great. <laughs> uh, makes me feel like I have fans in the morning. And so then, so we're talking, and he's asking me questions. I was asking him questions mm-hmm. back and forth. And then I believe that... F- that Secret Chiefs record came out, that first one came out around the same time. And I was just trying to make conversation. Yeah. And I said, what do you think about the Secret Chiefs record? And he said, yeah, it's cool, man. Like, you know, it's cool. I like it, whatever. And I said, I don't know, man. It just it just kind of seems unnecessary when there's something like Disco Volante. <laughs> and, you know, it was stupid of me because the two things are, it's apples and oranges, and but I was just trying to talk. I was just trying to make conversation. Sure. And I was like, I just and talk him up a bit. Like you and think yeah, you were, like, because I wanted to, I wanted to tell him like, right. man, like you've you've done some really yeah. some things that and are I know extremely it. important to me, and I know about it. Yeah. So it's like stroking his ego, but also kind of stroking mine sure. and trying to make a connection and you know all that stuff. And I said it like two or three times, like. It's just, I don't know, it just seems unnecessary, which is weird because I really like the record. And then he said, well, you know, I wasn't a part of that, but he was. And he pointed to his right. And it was Trevor Dunn standing oh. right there, who is not only on the record and was in Secret Chiefs in the beginning. He's one of my all-time favorite right. bass players. Of course. The guy's is. amazing. I didn't even notice he was standing there. Which is also ridiculous because I idolize him just as much as Patton. He doesn't stick out well, from the crowd he's, as much. He's kind of, what's the word? Diminutive? Dimin- yes. Yeah. I think that's the proper term. Yeah. Height. Um, Height challenged. Challenge. Vertically yeah. challenged. Yeah, Diminutive people don't deserve to live or whatever. Randy Newman. <laughs> Gary Newman Gary wrote about? Randy Newman. Gary. Same. Same thing. Yeah, they're brothers, right? Yeah, I think so. The Newman brothers. Yeah. <laughs> right. They both had the long blonde hair. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was my embarrassing, semi-embarrassing story about Patton. That's amazing. I love that one. But then there was one time that... So did Trevor say anything? Did he acknowledge? It? No. Like... Didn't even acknowledge. But I felt like such a... I felt so awful afterwards. Like now, if that happened to me, I would be like, oh man, sorry. And I would like, because whatever. But at the time, I was 22 or something. I was just mortified. Yeah, yeah. And Don was like, holy fuck, dude, what are you doing? That's fucking Trevor Dunn. (laughs) That's the best. Oh, and then we went to see the show and I just felt awful. And he's playing ruin the show. No. Okay. The show was so good. But the really cool thing is, you know, whatever, like 15 years later, yeah. Become friends with Billy Anderson, and he's 
he was doing sound and he's telling me that with the drive up and how oh, wow like he, he and circle. buzz were having steaks at jake's like while i was making an ass of myself at powell's that's hilarious yeah steaks at jake's steaks at jake's so that show is that the same show you got the little arm bag with the little phantom moss character printed on the side no that was the suspended animation tour oh. which was their last album okay and that that bag ended badly, if I remember. I don't really remember the bag, to be it honest. Was, you left it at work or something, and there was an apple inside, and it disintegrated. And really? You basically had to throw that bag away. I believe you, but that's when I had my first kid, and I was so sleep-deprived. Oh, yeah. I just don't really remember that period. Yeah. I believe you, because I bought a ton of shit that night, because it was Fantomas, The Locust, and... Which is also the dudes from the Locust are in Dead Cross, so it's all. Oh, really? Apropos, motherfucker. That. Apropos, motherfucker. Yeah, um, I want to say Locust was a little too mathy for me. I, I, uh, I dug them. Yeah, I, I liked them more than I should. Right. Although I think now if I listen to them, I might not like them. Interesting. I'm not sure. I haven't listened to them in a long time. But wasn't it? It was Phantomas, the I Locust, didn't see it. and. I, I had just I moved to Portland. I think it was Melvin's. Yeah, I think they... they were yeah, it was, because I bought a poster. It was like a big poster, and everybody in the... All the bands signed it, and you could wow. buy it for like 60 bucks, and I bought it. And then I was kind of bummed, because I just had a kid, and right in the middle of the poster, one of the Locust dudes drew a giant <laughs> penis. Of course my, he did. My plan was to frame this yeah, and put it on the have wall. have it in the front room. And then I was like... Fuck, man! I could just had a kid, and now oh, there's a fucking like penis on, on this. My poster. Oh, that sucks. Oh yeah, it was a great show, though. Oh, okay. Enough patent worship. Anyway, I think um, it's, it's your turn to play a patent song. <laughs> I don't know if I. I must have some patent on my list. No, I'm sure. I'm, everybody has patent on their list. So I might skip around here. Uh, by the way, do we have like a time limit on this this year well the only time limit is getting to the show getting to the show which so I might skip ahead yeah I mean this might be the AJ one might have been a little bit long so where are we at we're at 43 right now No, I don't expect you to know the name or anything. Appreciate the genre. I guess. If it wasn't for the vocalist, I would think it was Bad Religion. I can see that. So the reason why this one's autobiographical is, is so I won't get into the industry we worked in and how we met and all this. Yeah, but it, that's, it's it's really super boring. It's super boring. It's like one of those things that when you try to explain it at a party, what you do for a living, yeah. people's eyes glaze over. Yeah. But it's really interesting because no matter what city you're in, you can drop in and find one of these businesses, right, or, or multiple. Mm-hmm. And they hire anybody. It's like usually jockey sales guys running a place. And then whatever punk rock, whatever yeah. 
mm-hmm. populace you can you can do the, the actually do the work. Yes. They hire anybody. That's almost 100% of the yes. time that's how it is. And what's really cool is so this was a band formed from people I used to work with at the company in Seattle. Oh, really? Yeah. But really, I mean the names I don't have to get into names, but it's 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 cool that you know people don't focus so much in what they do for a day job that yeah. they can still have something like this inside. Yeah. Well, that that was one of the my favorite things about the West Coast and like living in the Midwest and Montana and all that, and then coming out here, it was like in the Midwest you meet somebody and they're like, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" Here you meet somebody and it seems like more often than not they're like more interested in hobbies or right. pastimes right. or what you do on the weekends. Exactly. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what you do for your actual paycheck. The fact that you're what's your passion? Exactly. You yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I don't even know what happened to these guys, but so vocalist and drummer was like second shift at this company I worked in. So, oh really? Yeah. And I think the vocalist went on to like join the military and like fought in Iraq and oh, all wow. this crazy stuff. Like had this total shift of perspective. But, but solid. Oh yeah, totally. Seattle yeah. scene. So this is late '90s, maybe 2000. Actually, Y2K. No, no. Uh, 2001 or 9/11. Okay. Wow. <laughs> some, some dates just came out of my mouth. June second. Uh, July fourth. Um, uh, sorry. Nine eleven happened while I was working at this company, so that that puts it in perspective as far as timelines go. Wow. Yeah. Um, band is called Caught Red-handed. Okay. But I mean, this is like this is quality. It's yeah. it's it's not demo quality. This is no. album quality. This totally is well written. All the songs are two minutes long, as you would expect. Yeah. This one's called Clock Tunes. No, this is cool. And you mentioned Marty earlier. It was it was cool meeting him. It's like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. He, he is also stuck in the, yep. the same industry. Yep, we're all in the same thing. <laughs> so weird. Somewhat. We're all kind of a little bit different now, but... I like the call and response, too. It's yeah, totally... uh-huh. I saw, saw these guys a lot live in a place called The Fun House in Seattle. Mm. I've heard of that place, but I've never been there. No stage. There's just like a section of the floor right. where people are throwing beer on you and stuff. Oh, he swears, though. I don't know mm. about that. Coffee Riot. Shooting caffeine intravenously? I think it can be done. I'm sure. Coffee what? Riot. Okay. It's such a Seattle song. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Completely a Seattle song. Sponsored by Starbucks. I think they have a song about, like, Pike's Market, too. (laughs) Throwing fish. Throwing salmon. Space Needle. Seahawks. The Space Noodle. So this is cool. Songs. I like this. Check out their logo. Oh wow. That almost 
seems racist. <laughs> it's like it seem racist. It's a pair of hands shaking. No, it's not a pair of hands. No. It's a white hand and a black hand shaking hands, and it has a slash through it. No, like, no, no. No race no. mixing, motherfucker. <laughs> They're both white. That's just the shading. What? Let me see that again. Yeah. It's like clip art. Oh, okay. You're right. I thought you were trying to push your racist agenda on me again. You know me. Yeah, I do. All right. So, three songs. Pretty good. You want to back? Uh... I don't think we're quite there yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Did I cut it off too soon? Sorry. No, you, you didn't cut off shit. Oh, shit. What is that? That's your uh, CD drink player. holder. Right. Yeah, I accidentally uh, unplugged my Ethernet cable the other day. The data just spilled all over the oh, floor. Oh, man. Ones and zeros <laughs> all over the floor. Yes, I hate that. I hate that. It was a fucking binary disaster. Did you get the duct tape? Uh, no. Fuck, I have no idea what to play. I think we have one song each left before we go see the show. Okay. Um, I'm glad I skipped ahead in my catalog. Are you? That's good. I'm glad you're prepared, because I'm not. Actually, I took a note here. This we is... could take a break if you want to collect your thoughts. Breaks? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. All right. And then this is where you hear the sponsors. Ooh, yeah. Um... Who could this be sponsored by? Probably Secret Chiefs 3. <laughs> by their new record. Yeah. If they have one. That's confusing. They, I don't know. Their record situation is very confusing. Yes. Most it's, things they do are. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have this record, but it's actually, it's just two songs on Bandcamp, but you can buy it. And then, like, I want to buy all their stuff on vinyl, right. but they only have one vinyl record. It's amazing, but it's more like a compilation. Oh, weird. And then they have like these weird compilation Bandcamp things, and then they'll like do a whole record, but it's like, oh, wait, but this is like a remix, and it's this thing over here. and That's too much to keep up with. You know, the, the other day I was like, I should really see what they're up to lately. If and you I, just toured with them like people used to do with the dead, mm -hmm. then you just hear it all live, and you didn't need any recorded media. Right. Well, and the the crazy thing about this tour is they were like... Oh, well, we're going to play with Dead Cross. It was last minute. They weren't planning oh, really? on doing it. They they weren't planning on playing live this year at all. Wow. But then Dead Cross asked them, and they're like, oh, yeah, like we'd love to. And so he like threw together a lineup. Oh, so wow. it's like oh, it's almost all new people. And Studio musicians. No, but they're like, he always calls from like the Bay Area people. Okay. So the drummer, I don't know everybody involved, but the drummer is. Involved. Yeah, the drummer is, uh, I'm going to slaughter his name, Pejmon. Who right. uh, plays in Ghoul um, and a bunch of other bands? Okay. And I want to say there's like a guy from like Cal Decapitation or something, but I could be wrong. But then I'm pretty sure there's no violin, no oh, like really? viola, anything like that. And he described it as being a more aggressive set than you've ever known Stripped Secret Chiefs to do. But I also know they're doing this the theme song for Halloween every night. Nice. The other crazy thing you is... I've never seen that movie. Does that make me a communist? Um, pretty sure it does, but I'm not I'm sure, sure I've seen it either, actually. I saw Jaws for the first time last year, so... Really? okay. Oh, AJ's rolling in his grave right I now. I know. <laughs> I saw Jaws a long time. I haven't seen that in it's as old as many years. 
Yeah, that's true. But the other crazy thing, Dead Cross, their record's only 26 minutes long. Oh. And they're headlining. songs. They have to do like 40-some minutes. So they wrote an entire another record just to play live. Jesus. That's amazing. Yeah. Which is awesome. They could have just noodled and jammed for like extra time. They could have, but the, the songs, the live footage I've seen of Dead Cross is just like balls out, oh, like in your face, just crazy nice. the whole fucking time. And Patton looks crazier than ever because his jaw, his chin is all split up and he's got bandages oh, right. on his chin. The accident. And, yeah. That's crazy. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. It's awesome. Okay, let's take a quick break okay. and we'll each do one more song. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> be nice the AJ one was pretty long like I, I felt like it was good but we recorded for like two hours and 20 minutes it doesn't really matter what size is why and I culled it down to like an hour and a half and it still seemed, oh really yeah you trimmed 30 minutes out of that? more than 30 but oh, wow. none no music it was all just jabber and like weird mistakes you know shit like that okay this one's gonna be what's the word What's the industry term? Or like a choice or cut? Smaller headed? Less <laughs> left on the cutting room floor. I'm no throwing idea. out. I have no idea what you're talking about. Made up industry terms, I know. This is going to be another apropos. Actually, have apropos all my things been apropos? I think so. so I didn't far. keep track of the for the whiners that are like oh you need a recap at the end I know we totally lost track I don't even know what happened five minutes ago here is one here's a little selection that's very apropos for today um which yeah I think all my selections have been apropos for today I think you said that yeah but I wasn't sure that's true doesn't matter doesn't matter anyway so a little preface with this okay preamble if you will so I've already like spilled the beans as apropos. So I'm going to say that about a year after this came out, somebody told me, oh, this is kind of like Disco Volante Part 2. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, this isn't the recording that 
you somehow no, got I, no, oh my God. that you were told no, to destroy no, and no. you no. let me listen to, but we should not speak of it. No. Okay. No, but that's funny because I thought about that. Yeah. You'd probably, of course I could You'd probably have like ninjas coming in and destroying you. I couldn't do that because yeah. I'd be ashamed and killed by many yeah, people. Totally. But I'm but, glad you shared it with me nonetheless. Yeah. I'll share it with you anytime, but not on this podcast. You kept it. You didn't destroy it. No, no. I'm, oh. I'm the only person outside of the band that, oh that has it. Okay. We won't talk about it. No. It's a hush, hush. So anyway, about a year after this came out, somebody told me, this is like Disco Volante Part 2. And I was like, okay, whatever. That's bullshit. Right. And it is. It's bullshit. It's not Disco Volante Part 2. But there's a certain spirit to it that okay. makes me feel like it kind of approaches is, that sort of... Is it like sort a poultry of, geist? Not quite the poultry geist, but um, I really like it a lot. And okay. I don't think many people know about it. So here we go. Metallica Master of Puppets. Fuck, you're right. I found that at Target the other day for $5. CD? Yeah. Really? I had to buy it. I got it on vinyl for like 17 a while oh, back. Nice. Yeah. So you can hear the disco yeah, volante there. Yeah. No relation to Patton and Company? There is a relation. Okay. If there wasn't, he'd be like, Wow, yeah, WTF. You're totally this is, yeah, you're aping their style. But the relation is tenuous. interesting. Okay. Not tenuous, but interesting. I can't believe you haven't shared this with me. Yet. It's gray, right? Yeah. I don't even have, I don't think it's on vinyl, and I don't even have the CD. I should really look into it and see what the deal is. I think it's it kind of discredits this record too to say that this is Disco Volante Part Two. It's like right. it's it, its has, it has its own thing, yeah. But like those harpsichord parts, it just reeks of Disco Volante, and like this. Okay. Bleeding over into California touch. Yeah. 
so good. I haven't listened to this in years either. I think Patton's on this song. I forgot about that. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's I'm pretty sure a, he is, actually. A little different than how it's going to sound tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely have. I totally forgotten he was on this record. Alright, who is it? They're called Umlaut. I do know this. You have shared this with me. Have I? But not this particular track. Maybe. Yeah, this. I'm not sure when the CD is from, but basically, uh, Bear McKinnon, who is. I want to say he. The cover's super weird with like a teddy bear coming yes. out the door. Yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Like yeah. a vocal or something. Yeah, Bear McKinnon was the horn player for Bungle. Okay. And many years ago, he moved to Australia. And then he formed Umlaut in Australia. And this is his, this is his thing. I think they only did the one record, and it was a really long time ago. But I totally spaced the patent was on it. But it's it's great. Yeah, definitely. In fact, I, I was combing through my catalog trying to think of things to bring tonight. I was like, wait, oh wait, I can't play that. Oh Jason really? Gave that to me. <laughs> you were looking at this? Yeah. That's funny. So good. <laughs> Best lyrics. Now turn the cars off and tell me a story and drive on your turnpike. And turn your pipes off and tell me I've been here before. You tell me more. Tell me more. I want to welcome you to the rest of your life. I want to welcome you to the rest of your life. I want to welcome you to the rest of your life. Today's the very first So bungle. Yes, definitely. All right, I'm gonna turn this off because I could just sit here and listen to this whole thing. Yep. 37 Let's minutes. See. Not bad. All right, Mr. Casey CP. Ah, <sighs> this is this is it, huh? This is the, this is your uh, yeah. It's a lot of because pressure. we need we need to go see the um, Mr. Dead Cross and Mr. Secret Chiefs Three. Man, what to play? What to play? You should play a Dead Cross song. That'd be weird. That would be weird. Alright. 
This is not apropos at all. Okay. I'm kind of sick of being apropos. Yeah. Is it Nickelback? Exactly. No, it's Nickelback's demos. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I always prefer the demos. <laughs> I'm kind of afraid to say that I like this because then you're going to be like, oh, shit, this is fucking no, Willie you, Nelson. No, this is like... <laughs> Nobody knows about these guys. Okay. Maybe they do. Local-ish? Northwest. But that covers a lot of ground. Do you consider Alaska the Northwest? Bellingham. <laughs> well, I know for a fact the music does not exist in Bellingham. Aside you from Sir Mix-a-Lot. So. No, that's Seattle. No. I've only been to Bellingham once. And I went into this bar that had a sign that was Sir Mix-a-Lot played at this little bar in Bellingham oh, like awesome. every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of every week. And that was only like three years ago. He's got like so. a radio show on now. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't remember what station, but I, I was like, that's Sir Mix-a-Lot. Wow. It's bizarre. Anyway, um, I don't really know much about these guys, but like, I thought it was a good example of... of Every little town has its own scene, like little okay. petri dishes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sure it was the same where, where you grew up. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Anchorage was similar, but there's no music where I grew up really. Never. Not not really. Oh wow. But these guys, they're from Bellingham. I'm trying to even remember how I have their record. Do you have the record? No. Okay. CD. Uh, there was like a club in Bellingham where everybody plays who, who came through there, and there's just like a generic sign on the stage, and it just says dancing. Oh, wow. So this band, their cover art is a picture from that stage, and so they just named the record Dancing. Oh, wow. That's kind of like, didn't Motley Crue do that? Did they? Well, they had the Girls, Girls, Girls. I mean, maybe oh, they didn't right. name it after right. it, but, but still, it was like, like Girls, Girls, Girls on the yeah. marquee. Yeah. And then they got this weird little just the triangle or yeah. telephone. Harkonnen. This is cool. It was that or Cypress Hill. So I love these guys. Like, I have just this EP of theirs. I don't even know if they've done any other stuff, but it was just like this little moment in time. Did you know these people, or it was just like... Um, I knew guys that knew them, basically. Okay. I had a good friend uh, who... His 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 friends had band in the Bellingham area. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is the yoke. The yoke. With an L. Yes. Like an egg. 
Right. It's not like awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now people say like, oh, he was yoked. Like when they're like super ripped. But which is it? Is it the oxen or is it with the L? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Either way, it doesn't make sense. No. Like you're gonna strap like reins to him because he's so buff, or is he like an egg? <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Like yoke. I don't know. We should yeah. go see Dead Crossbow. Yeah, we should. Or do you want to let this play out? Outro us out with the yoke. The yoke. So the yoke is from Bellingham, you said. Yeah. I've only spent like three hours in Bellingham. I think that's about how long. Well, I've spent the night there. I spent really? the night at a crappy motel with like broken glass on the floor. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Had to pay extra. Really for the broken glass? <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's awesome. All right. Well, I think we should wrap it up. Go see Dead Cross, Secret Chiefs Agreed. 3. Um, yeah, I have a few more people lined up, so hopefully this will happen uh, a little bit sooner than this one. Um, but we we shall see. This is fun. If, if you want some feedback, fix the AC, and then set. <laughs> the AC. Yeah, the AC has been lacking. It's been a... Uh, what do they say? Unseasonably warm summer yeah, in Portland. Yeah, and I feel shitty about talking about it. It's like the lamest thing to talk about is the weather, but it's I know. really hot. Well, and it's funny too because like I feel like it's just like a like a, this oppression. Yeah. It's like oh my god, like like nature is like out to get me. Right. But then it's like my in-laws are in town, and they're like coming from Wisconsin. It's just like there's no humidity. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like 90, but I'm not sweating all the time, and it cools down at night, right. and there's no bugs. Oh, like, what the hell are you complaining about? Like, this is amazing. So, it's all perspective. Exactly. Everything's but, relative. for our awesome little privileged bubble... This sucks. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Amen, brother. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Uh, see you next time. And, Do you uh, have like a bad catchphrase? I don't have out. anything, no. you know. It's just boom, Hummer just lives. <laughs> that was taken. Miko lives. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that's sad though. That makes that's me sad. Totally sad. Yeah. That's uh, all right. We can we can dedicate it to Miko. Yeah, this one goes out to Meeks. Yeah. Little Meekmeister. Pour, pour one out for Meeks. We all miss Meeks. Definitely. Uh, speaking of Meeks, hopefully soon we're going to have. A dog guest, actually. Really? Yeah. Wow. You gotta mic that dog properly. That dog is very used to microphones, so hopefully it won't be too hard. Nice. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, see you guys soon. Peace out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hit the wrong fucking button. <laughs> Classic. And now I can't stop it because I hit the wrong button. I sat around and thought about the things we used to do. It really meant a lot to me. You mean a lot to me. I really mean that much to you.
bungle, or would you rather I put it on your bill? Oh, that's fine. Thank you, Carl. Well, I must say, though, I have to go now. Yes, uh, but I must say, honey, uh... And you will give me the account for my new agency, Mr. Bungle. I can't say. It hasn't been fun. Son of a bitch. I sit around and thought about the things we used to do. <laughs> God fucking damn it. I'm closing my eyes, man. I sat around and thought about the things we used to do. It really meant a lot to me. You mean a lot to me. I really mean that much to you. <laughs> Close your eyes, it helped. Again? The whole fucking thing? Shit. I said... <laughs>